Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Donnie V. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, and uh, hopefully not Cobras on Fire, because that would be a pretty dangerous thing out there. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, featuring special guest, former Enough's Enough singer, Donnie V. to welcome back to the program uh, the former lead singer of Enough's Enough, Donnie V. Donnie, it's been about a year and a half since we talked. I really enjoyed our chat. Your, your record, um, The Beautiful Things, had just come out at that time. If I re- That's what we were talking about. But uh, before we get too far into it, how are you, Donnie? I'm pretty good for my age. Not yeah. bad, yeah. For an old, <laughs> old man, I've survived, you know? <laughs> now, how old are you going to claim you are this time? I'll be 55 uh, next month. I think... I went back and listened to our our interview just in in, in prep today to make sure it didn't double up. I think you just shaved 19 years off your age from the last time we talked. Oh yeah, well I was older then. Yeah, <laughs> you know things things happen. You know it's a I my time machine uh, it's broken now. My the teleport still works a little bit, but sometimes okay. I I sometimes I show up inside out, so that's no good either. <laughs> Uh, before we get into everything that I wanted to talk to you on, since I, I mentioned the beautiful things, you kind of got caught up just uh, when that was about to be released. It was in all that pledge music mess uh, kind of got dropped on a bunch of artists. Uh, you were able to kind of get through it. Uh, any insight as to, I mean, from what I understand, most of you, the, the pledgers got their what they, they paid for and everything, and the record did eventually come out. Yeah, um, yeah, I got through it. Anybody can get through it as long as you got about 
40 grand. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I got through it. Um, yeah, we made it, we managed to, uh, you know, I did a deal with Deco and, um, record label and, um, this and main, one of the main reasons that I had done that originally was to, uh, to get those CDs and stuff for, for the fans that, um, that did pledge to get those at like a, a low cost so that I could yeah. get those out to people. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was harder for me to unwrap the damn CDs. <laughs> and so I sign all and open them things up. Those are not, a, those are not so easily. They don't have that little thing like the cigarette package where you just pull that little, uh, <laughs> that little dilly, you know, I had to do all that. And I was sick as fuck too doing that. It was like, a, you know, we're talking thousands of, uh, cds you know to take out of the box put out take out of the wrapper sign them and then you know they all had to uh of course be packaged we had to get the the mailing list and everything from from pledge which was uh was difficult getting a hold of those guys at all <clears throat> after that point right and, um so we managed to get the mailing list and um so you know like i said packaged uh dressed uh, postage, you know, that's a, that's a hell of a lot of, uh, you know, me, we actually did that physically, uh, within the family, you know, me, my, me and my two sisters and my little nephew, and, you know, we're all just unfeeling them damn things and signing them and getting them out there. It's still, still like two or three people that are still bitching. And, you know, I mean, it's uh, sometimes it's hard for the postman to find that cornfield. You know what I mean? So oh. <laughs> no, it's a, when they come back, you know, we just try it again, and uh, you know, I try to do as best as I can. And my my family have now got management and um, like a pretty good street team, and and just acquired legal and a lot of stuff um, that I really needed for years. I've I kind of just acquired in the last few weeks with my uh, my you know kind of like blasting things out there that. Uh, that uh, I felt needed to be done. You know, I had no other way of, of getting something done. You know, there, there's some things needed to be done. It's just, um, you know, for one reason or another. And, uh, and they're getting done now. <laughs> sure. Uh, with um, going, going back a little bit, when we talked the first time, you were actually kind of just now kind of feeling comfortable about at, at that time, like I said, about two years ago, a year and a half or whatever. When you started making the record, Beautiful Things, you mentioned it when we talked that you were just starting to get back to that place where you thought music could be a healthy thing for you again. Um, I'm assuming that's just kind of continued at that point, and maybe that's why a lot of these frustrations with your your legacy or whatever you want to call it uh, started to manifest on on Facebook, yes? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's it's not necessarily the... The situation itself, some well, some of them were, it's the it's the being on the pay no mind list and and just things, the big things getting done that um, you know without any acknowledgement or any uh, you know approval or anything on on a lot of things. Which as you know, being the the songwriter and uh, you know my lead vocals, I I do believe had a lot to do with uh, you know the the impact of the band and, and, you know, why, why there's people like Steven Tyler, Robert Plant, Kiss and guys like that, you know, that, that acknowledge and respect the, you know, the, the music and the the records and stuff. And, um, you know, it's like, how can you, how can you just pay me no mind whatsoever? And, you know, I'm getting like movie trailers, there's movies out now with, 
you know, with uh, some some of my songs that are just, you know, there's no licensing, there's no protection, there's no nothing. And, um, you know, that's against the law. But when you don't have any legal, you know, it's like the ends don't justify the means because if you take each one of these individual situations and it's like, you know, we're talking, um, you know, I've never, I've, I'll tell you, I'm, it's, I'm not ashamed to say it's, 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 it's terrible, but I've never received one penny in my whole career for uh, any royalties or record sales or anything. And, and I do know that somewhere down the line, I'm not saying that, that it was the, the former bandmates or anything. I know, I don't think he's made anything either. I think it's, uh, but I do know there's, you know, he's wearing the same clothes the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you'd like that one. I, I would hate to be the inseam of those pants. Oh, trousers. man. <laughs> but, no, but somewhere along the line, when you're talking over millions of records, mm-hmm. you know, over millions of records, there's got somebody made something. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, just uh, little things like that. It's not like I was saying, you know, the men's don't justify the means to go after one specific situation or something with, uh, you know, the legal cost money. And it's like they won't take on a whole bulk of things at one time. You know, they they want to all right, be specific. Where can we start with this and that? You know, and you got to retain those fuckers. And, you know, law legal is not cheap. I should have I should have studied hard in school. <laughs> I could have done that shit myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it does seem we have a culture of of basically taking advantage of of artists and and maybe that sounds a little like a softball question for you but we're kind of past the point where i i, I at least doesn't it i don't know how to say this donnie the the counter argument to what you're saying is going to be well what did you sign why didn't you protect your stuff and and a lot of this stuff for the bands that that come out of this a little cleaner than than artists like yourself um because this happens on all scales of success uh yeah. Like it seems to be a lot, a lot to do with how lucky you are to end up working with people who aren't fucking shysters. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, that's that's the thing. And a lot of like the the signing this and that. It's like my policies. I'll sign anything. You know what I mean, I think it's an autograph. He just handed it to me. <laughs> no, but I want to rethink <laughs> that. Uh, no, there was there was management. And there was other things that were paying big money to. Uh, to protect and stuff. And, and then it's just the way things started going with the band and the business. I mean, we went into our first record deal being sued for over a million dollars by a former manager that, you know, put in a lot of money and stuff to get us going recording and stuff. And, you know, but we were kind of a toy for that guy. And, and, um, you know, this, we've never, it's been a clusterfuck since day one. And uh, just went into other things like bankruptcies and things like that. And so, you know, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a sailor couldn't untie a lot of these knots and having, <laughs> um, <clears throat> having like all that legal, excuse me, legal documentation and stuff to be able to obtain this years later, you know, cause you know, you, I'm not, I'm not a businessman. I'm starting to try to become one, but I've never been a businessman. I'm like, uh, I'm an artist, you know, and, and I come from the streets and clawed and scratched. And, and then there was certain things where you're, you expect for the positions that they're holding and, um, and, uh, what, you know, the, what you're sharing is you would, who would expect that, that people wouldn't, uh, 
wouldn't be looking out, you know, that for your, I'm not saying that people didn't look out for a best interest. It's just uh, to be able to obtain all these uh, contracts and things, because everything's <clears throat> digital nowadays, all that back then, and a lot of that stuff was on paper. And to get your hands on that stuff, it's ridiculous. But, you know, as far as record companies and, and different things like that, uh, publishing and, and deals and stuff like that, it's, that's one thing. It's it's when it's when you have internal fuckery going on. That's that's where that's like inexcusable as far as I'm concerned, you know. I mean Like what you, what do you like, mean by internal fuckery? Well, just things like um, you know, a lot of re releases and and uh, you know, so other deals done and and um you know, just a, I'm not gonna go into too many details, but you know, when you just <laughs> You're just on a on the pay no mind list where there's somebody just assumes, well, hey, you were a big piece of shit. You fucking did drugs and this and that, so you don't deserve this and that. I deserve it because I've been out working and stuff like that. Well, you've been out working what? You've been, you know, you're you're working on the reputation, the integrity of our, you know, little legacy. I'm not saying only legacy. I don't know what the how many numbers of this and that you define legacy, but. As far as I'm concerned, my legacy and our legacy and stuff like that, that that's that's your base, your foundation to operate on. And, um, you know, just to uh, like I've, you know, while you're in rehab, I decided to go and, uh, you know, purchase the, you know, trademark things and stuff like that. So that you're not I'm legally and the only one entitled to do certain things. And and, uh, you know, there's. Like I'm saying, you know, there's there's, there's businesses being uh, there's transactions going down and with uh, without any, you know, I mean, like say a song called Fly High Michelle, that song right there, you know, it's like there's a lot of songs that that split the split the uh, credit, you know, but a lot of that is, uh, you know, you do a lot of that for uh, to share because you you know to have partners and. Um, and, uh, you know, just wanting somebody to love you, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, for the, the return, the, the, you know, how much you appreciate and having somebody there with you for all the good and bad things that you've done in your life. And, uh, you know, just, uh, stuff like that, you know, it's just like, this is my name on some of these things. And it's like, well, what the fuck is this thing? What is that thing? You know, why, why would I, this exist without me having no knowledge or anything of that, you know, and I'm not, like I said, I won't go into details, but there's a few things that. Well, I'm I mean, sure can you give can us see. one specific, like uh, where, where something was used? Yeah. Well, there was some movie, some shitty movie. I don't know what it's called, but I, <laughs> somebody, somebody sent me a trailer to the movie and, and there's, um, there's not me start, you know, with a bit part in it that comes out of the wall singing uh fly Michelle and, and, and it's in a movie and, um, you know, and I'm like, it's one thing also to, uh, I mean, you, you just can't just retract it or something like that. And just, especially when it's somebody else's song, there's licensing issues and, mm-hmm. and things like that. But, uh, but then I, I hear the, I'm like, wait, I hear the June 06, my old June 06 patch that starts out by Michelle. I'm like, well, that's the original. And then it kicks in and it's like, well, this is the original song you know and then uh, there's somebody singing over it which anybody can cover your material yeah anybody can you know cover bands and stuff like that anybody can do that but this isn't a matter of that this is a matter of 
doing business and, and if somebody wants to cover your material and and do business with it where it's a uh, whatever gain that their personal gain or business gain or something like is is benefiting or is it's an asset you can't just take you know i mean hell i'll go fucking take sergeant pepper's record i'll sing sing over the goddamn vocals and here, here's, we'll put it in a movie. Here's Donnie V, uh, Lennon McCartney V. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you just can't do stuff like that. Well, that's one example, and that's all as far as into that. But when that you say and, someone was singing it, I mean, just, yeah, you seem to be dancing around it, and I'll let you do that. I'm not going to push you too far on that. Well, Are we talking about Chip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so Chip is basically, he, he, he licensed a song to a movie or something like that, but it's a version where he's singing it and not you. Yeah, I'm not saying that uh, that he made any money from it because uh, judging by the by the, what I seen of the movie, I don't imagine anybody made any money off of that. That's uh, but you know it's still there's no more money that, in porn. Yeah, that's that's not a matter <laughs> of none of these things that that I'm uh, that I've that, you know that I'm uh, discussing or been you know everybody calls it these cr- crazy rants or whatever the hell that <clears throat> none of this stuff do am I. You know, my talking about, uh, you know, financial or anything like that. I'm talking, I'm on principle here, you know, and so, and, um, you know, I don't wish anything bad. I, I want to love him and, and still do love him. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. uh, but, but, you know, let's, you know, show the love back, you know what I mean? Let's not get carried away with, you know, why you're, uh, <clears throat> why you're, you know, what you're in, what you think you're entitled to, this sense of entitlement and, and a few things of just uh, personal agenda. You know, these, these songs, I consider these songs when I write them, these aren't mine, these aren't his, these aren't anybody, these belong to the fans. You know what I mean? These songs belong to the fans. Yeah, That's what absolutely. they're ri- written for. And, and I never uh, set out to be a rock star or rich or famous or anything like that. What I set out to do was, since I was little is I want to write some stuff that, that like, that has some impact on me on other people. Like these songs that I, that, you know, that I hear that, uh, have affected me in my life that, um, you know, music is, is very heavily affects people. It is a difference between a bad day and a good day or, or just the way you feel about things. And, um, you know, it's like my, my goal was just to, to write and sing something that, um, one day that would uh that would be in that could be held in the same regards as uh something that that impacted me you know some of these bigger artists and some of these great records that i grew up listening to and and from you know there's i believe that that i have done that you know when you're when you got guys like steven tyler or somebody or metallica or something like that that are acknowledging your your stuff in like rolling stone magazine or something i think that that's that's a good indication that you, you've, you've done something to that extent. And as far as rock starism and things like that and money, that gave me a lot of anxiety, you know, and a lot of the shit and the business and everything and the situations we were always in was a lot of anxiety. And, uh, I don't know if I subconsciously would, would destroy it or whatever, but I just definitely seen that, that, uh, it wasn't like it was, you know, setting my bank account on fire or anything like that. So, you know, I was, uh, I always would, you know, I did a lot of, uh, hanging with these fans, you know, I mean, uh, 
you know, I've hung out with just, you know, 500 people at a time sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? I literally. I know, I get it. Know? Yeah. I mean, I haven't done it, but I've witnessed. I might have been one of those 500 people at some point. Who knows, you know? Oh, I hope so. Um, if, if you were, I mean, I hope that you uh, you were careful. <laughs> you might have some, some chilled children out there you don't know about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, not, well, if if they do, then like you said, I don't know about them. So I, uh, but uh, excuse how, me, there's some there's some beeps coming in. There's somebody trying to call me from Indiana, but that can wait. It's probably telemarketer or something. I don't know why telemarketers in Indiana would be calling me, but I'll get uh, back to it. The, the, the random bots just pick any kind of area code. There is no rhyme or reason. They're they're probably out of. It's probably a robot in California or you know something like that. But yeah, it's back up to yours again. You know, maybe it's one of those one of those dick pics I just sent out to random numbers or mm, something. Nice. You know, the return yeah. return. <laughs> I'll just uh, I make sure you have mine saved. So uh, I'll look forward to that when we're done talking here. Um. <laughs> I'll, blow, I'll just blow you a kiss. I'll blow you a kiss. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> let's, let's, if it's all with you, I'd like to back up a little bit and maybe we talk about how you kind of end up in this uh, situation where things like this can happen. Um, I, I think you've been in and out of the band a couple times, right? Enough's enough I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. How is yeah. it that you ended up, like, did you quit? Were you fired? What was the process there? No, the first time uh, that I left, it was, uh, we got off a huge arena tour, outdoor shed tour, and um, just one thing, com- you know, compiled, you know, this throughout a lot of my the years, I was, like, slapping Band-Aids on things, trying to... Uh, just keep vertical and keep, you know, being able to, to do what I'm doing. And, you know, you, you don't get really get a chance to, or, or even the, <clears throat> the will to do the work that you need to do to get, to get these, some of these issues handled. And, um, you know, it just got to a point where I physically, I was going to die, you know, had I, had I not taken, I said, you know, we're playing, yeah. we're playing places like, you know, fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma on a Tuesday and for in a pool hall for 50, 60 people. And then, you know, the next night it's here, it's there, you know, and I'm, and there's tours that I said, Hey, listen, I got to take a break. And this isn't really anything that's furthering our careers right now. I said, and uh, we need to take a break. And, um, you know, and then it's just, it's like, I said nothing. And it's like, you know, you know, a week later, Hey, we're going blah, blah, blah. We're going out. Well, so uh, there's another club tour. That that we just got off through headlining these places and and um, opening up for for the great Eric Martin, you know, and mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, well, what did I just say, you know? And and Johnny Monaco had been in the band for like ten years at that point, and um, you know he's a great singer, and uh, he could you know he could deliver these songs you know in a pretty good fashion. Well, as soon as uh, this guy was. The guy that managed Jay Lane was kind of a uh, little bit of uh, somewhat ha- managing, you know, uh, lending his management skills to the band. I'm, I was on the phone, we're on a three-way, and the guy's like, "The guy's like, well, Chip, just go out without him. Have Johnny Monaco sing." And, and I hear Chip, Chip's like, "Could I do that?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can do that." He goes, "Oh, okay." And and, and that was in a way he went, and and we're talking uh, six years later you know i just got married too and um it was all about uh 
you know, is it, 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 I needed to take this break. And, and then after, after I started, you know, it's, I didn't necessarily get super healthy yet. I, um, I got off a lot of the stuff that I was on at that time. I started getting on other things yeah, like uh, crystal meth and stuff, shit like that. You know what I mean? And, uh, but you know, I wiped a lot of that out and, um, and you know, it was, it wasn't until, you know, I'd put that back out there. It's like, you know, Hey, well, you know, I'm, you know, you're continuing to do this. I said, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, you know, come back and do some shows. And, um, but, um, that wasn't <clears throat> received or welcoming for six years until, um, for whatever reason, in my handful on this and that is difficult to work with. Well, I'm the guy, you know what I mean? And so <clears throat> people want to, <clears throat> excuse me, people want to see the guy, you know? And, um, and so I was like, well, I'll get back out there. But it wasn't until there was like a VH1 approach to band with, um, for a special, they were doing like a game show of, uh, Damn these fucking television. Bands on the run. Yeah, bands on the run. And that's I, where, I didn't uh, no, I I watched most of that show. What did what, what did you guys do on that? We um it's like it was a competition where you get No, in, yeah, uh, I yeah, I know the show. I just uh well whatever, go ahead. I'll let you explain. Yeah, well you play we played a concert. We had to go out and pedal our wares, we had to sell things. We had like twenty four hours to uh to promote a show and uh put bodies in there, whoever generated <clears throat> the most money or the most uh, you know the most revenue or and a uh, successful concert you know on that that particular show you know we did that we was we were up against uh whoever that band was that i want candy damn, oh, damn, fuck. Damn. romeo or yeah. something like that I yeah know. i don't know what their name is but uh you know they're good they're great we did win that thing but um but i mean it was this it took something like that to uh for somebody to call me back where there was it was completely somebody, you know, they couldn't do that without me. So now what, would, I, would Chip call you? And I ask only because I would like you yeah. to uh, impersonate the phone call in Chip's voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little, hey, little brother. How's it going? Uh, how you been? Uh, blah, 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 this and that and blah, blah, blah. And real quickly into, well, the reason my call is uh, VH1 is called and said offering this thing and be a VH1 special and it only was actually a pilot or something. And, yeah, um, yeah. No, that was, I love your impression of him, by the way. Well, what came along with that that uh, idea was also there was a guy. Jesus Christ, man. He's fucking. There was a, a guy that. Um, do you hear those beeps? No, no. So they're not affecting oh, okay, me good. at all. Well, so. then, all right. Well, then I won't even acknowledge them. Okay. Well, it was um, uh, some guy was going to put money in to uh, put the van back in the studio, make a new record. Well, I was like, and that was going to be supposedly the original band. Obviously, Derek had passed away, so he wasn't going to be in that. But, um, you know, the four of us, Vic, me, Chip, and Johnny Monaco. And um, I was like, all right, well, well, I would like that to be a band effort where everybody's, you know, applying all of their their skills and their talents because that Vic had later become had had started writing and singing and um which i heard some stuff that he had sent me and if that is truly him i thought was pretty good okay. and uh johnny monaco you know he's a writer and a singer and chip is a writer and a singer and i said well let's you know not let's not i don't want to go through my computer now with all my 
you know, my ideas and, and demos and stuff and, and just listen through that and it'd be another one of those deals like it had been for so many years. <clears throat> I wanted to do this as a band effort. And, um, well, one thing led to another and that, uh, you know, I wasn't in the best shape again as far as uh, substance and stuff. But, however, uh, you know, that, that I had no uh, say-so in the direction or the produ- production, the producing of that. That first effort, and um, and what and record it was turn- that? What 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 album would that have been? That was the the beginning of the dissonance experience, and what what okay. hap- what ended up happening was it was going through my computer and digging out, digging out demos <laughs> and stuff like that, and um, so, you know, there was a few things that went down. I was you know fucked up, and it's just it wasn't what it turned out to be, which I later found out was was uh, was a kind of a scam of they were going to try half a record with me and half a record with Johnny Monaco. And, uh, I found that out in a, a very weird accident when I was like, uh, trying to get the dailies, the daily, uh, roughs of the musical tracks that we had done the night before. And because so I could write lyrics and get my, uh, yeah. vocals together and, you know, beating on the door, finally got the, had the fucking security let me in the room, the chip's room to get, he was in a suite. I was in some little room. He was in a suite. He's back in the bedroom behind the living room. And finally, I go, man, I need the, the daily CD, you know, so I can write the lyrics. So we're going to sing tomorrow. And uh, hands me another one and says, new enough's enough. I pop it in. And it's it's a song I never heard before with um, Johnny Monaco singing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, and that's then I caught on. I said, oh, I get it. And um and it just turned into a big blow up. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going home. And uh, I, d- I mean, by the end of that situation, I was, uh, they, my, my ex-wife found me pushing a fucking grocery cart down the street like a bum, you know, with like what's left <laughs> oh, of my man. belongings in it and uh, going to get my, my meds from Walgreens and stuff. And um, But it was like I went home and then I hear through the grapevine that something is going to be released called lost in Vegas, which, which I was there. I knew the, I knew what was, what would be on that. What, and I was what, like, what year about is this then we're talking, uh, 2007 or eight, probably okay. eight, okay. eight at that time. And, um, and I was like, well, this, I haven't been in the band in, in six years and then they're going to hear this people are going to hear this record if it gets released and that's going to be what people are going to think that uh that's all i had to offer you know what i mean since in all of that time and i was like that's can't happen because that's not the truth and uh so you know i uh i heard about that and so what happened was i you know i was splitting up with my wife at that time and had a new girlfriend and just went into this writing spurt and wrote um most of that dissonance record that you hear on the actual record, uh, and went out there, took a, took a fucking bus and a train and got to Vegas on my own. And I went in there with the, the guy that owned the studio. He also played drums on it and mm-hmm. co-produced it. And, um, you know, like dissonance, uh, altered States, Joni Lynn, lazy Daisy, all these great roll away, uh, code red, all these great songs. And we tracked them all, the two of us. And then Jakey Lee came in and played some guitar and, you know, reinforced my guitar parts and stuff with a better tone. So I'm a hack, you know, but I mean, I played on, I played guitar on, on everything after Derek left, except for a few guest 
spots, okay. but I needed that. Uh, you know, it was going to be a big. It was really. I know sounding. what you're saying there. Yeah, you need that uh, yeah. that extra. Poof. Yeah, it was sounding real good with Jake, and then you know, and then Chip came out and and replayed the bass to these songs, and now uh, so there's the dissonance record, which was as I consider the last enough enough record that we had made in the studio. Uh, there was something else released afterwards with some that was very questionable with some old uh, demos and things that got <clears throat> polished up and a few chips things. It was called question mark. And cause that's a, that's what I said. We call it. I said, it's question mark. Who knows what the fuck this is. But, um, but that was the last thing. And then, you know, I get a copy of this, finally get a copy of this and there's songs on it that I've never heard before. There's a, uh, you know, I'm not on them. I didn't ever heard them before. I'm not singing them. And um, and also, I look at the writer's credit, and it says all songs written by Enough's Enough. Mm. You know, I'm like, this is fucked up. And then they'll, that man, that guy that put the money in, now he did put some money in, but he, it was his his doings, basically, uh, that, that cock blocked anything good happening there in those sessions. Uh, you know, I mean, the best things we had were, there was two songs that made it were uh, uh, a song of mine called fine line. There was another song that was an idea from the past that was called high. So we did redid that. And uh, some other songs, Chicago, you know, which uh, Chip sings. And I, I just, I purposely wanted him to sing that, you know, I wrote the lyrics for it, had them and you know, we split the music and stuff, but these, this is all that was originally in there. And that session for uh, you know, as a result of of these business calls and these production calls, this guy doesn't play. He doesn't even play the guitar, and he's producing the thing. And I'm like, you know, he got stuff like uh, some shitty version of When Doves Cry that I couldn't understand. I'm like, well, if we're gonna, do, if you want to do, you're insisting on Doves Cry. Let's do a version of it that would make sense and make it our own and stuff. Yeah. And, just i had no say so in any of this stuff and i'm like what the fuck is you know this isn't anything that i signed on to do and and uh you know but then then it says written all songs written by enough's enough and i'm like what the fuck is that you know what i mean so that's in other words take my name off of uh writing that whole record <laughs> and now it's written by uh whoever the fuck was in that band at the time you know no and then um uh, they went and shopped and got a um we we shopped and got a japanese uh record deal with like a 20 20 grand advance which is not that much but it was something you know to help pay some stuff and i got i got a check for a thousand dollars you know i mean and all the rest of this i don't know where it went i know the studio the owner and producer and plays the drums and stuff didn't get anything and he fucking held that against me for years like that i had something to do with that you know we we cleared that up since then and it's like, where did the rest of this fucking money go? And, you know, and these, these guys taking it and to repay his money that he had spent. Well, your money that you had spent, you spent it on something that you fucked up. You fucked that all up. So you spent your money on something, you know, you made these judgment calls. You made this. You made it be that. And um, so now this is something different. This is not lost in Vegas. This is dissonance record. Yep. This is a different whole thing where I get a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? And. And so, uh, you know, like, like everything else, you know, you, I, you know, I just wanted to be back out playing. I wanted to see the fans again. I wanted to be in, you know, out doing my thing. And, um, and, um, hold on one second. Oh, and, um, 
and uh you know so you let things slide and and get back out there and start performing again and we went out and started to support this record went to japan started doing some things in the uk and the states and and um you know there was a i had an attitude doing this <laughs> stuff i fucking had an attitude i was like and and, and the biggest attitude i had was that we're talking years later now. We're at we're at like 2013. Okay, and thank we're, you. We're, yeah, now we're performing in UK and stuff. And I'm like, I have this these new guys. I have this guy Tori, and he's a he's a great artist. He writes and has his own records and stuff. And and I got this other guy Randy uh, Scott playing drums. And these guys are artists. These guys, uh, you know, made records and things. And I'm like. I want to go in the studio and make a new record. I want to make a new enough enough record. You guys are making, making as much as I do out here. You're getting merchandise money. You're on the record cover. There's your face and stuff. You're not on the records. I want to make a new record that, that, that is a band and stuff. And, uh, that kind of fell on deaf ears. And then, then wow. to the point, well, at least can we rehearse and not be playing the same goddamn 20 songs <laughs> that, that we've been since 19 fucking 90. You know what I mean? We're playing the same fucking songs. And so there was a big wedge. It was me versus them because I had an attitude. They had an attitude about me. Um, they insisted that I was all fucked up and doing cocaine, which I was not at that time. You know, I was just on uh, medication, this and that. And and uh, okay. it's just like I had an attitude. They had an attitude. And this my attitude was, I don't think that what we're doing here is what, what it what things what we stand for i don't think that we're giving we're giving uh we're being the special magical band that that we've been we were known to be and we got all these great records why aren't we not playing these songs you know know, these fans that are coming to see us it's like they come and this is the fifth tenth time they've seen us they're getting the same damn songs you know and um and i'm not getting into it anymore i'm not into it i'm looking i look at the set list and i'm like the fuck you know what i mean it's the same stupid shit. And so there was an attitude with that. And, um, and it telegraphed, it telegraphed through personally with us, me, me between the band. And it also telegraphed to the crowd, started telegraphing to the audience. And I'm like, well, if it's going to be me, me versus you, then you guys can come out and start, get the show started. And I'll come out like big twist, you know, big twist in the metal fellows. I'll come out after once the, the two, you guys play the 2001 Space Odyssey, then I'll come out. Yeah. You know what I mean? In all my glory, if it's going to be that, you know, and it's just it, one thing led to another. Uh, I ended up, there was one show where I ended up uh, getting my ass kicked by the club owner who was a motorcycle gang dude out there, like a Hell's Angel or whatever the fuck they were. And those guys stood really? right there and they wa- these guys stood right there and they watched it happen and uh, didn't do shit. And, and then my the guy strangled me up against the wall and stuff, and my throat is all swolled up and closing. And and I'm like, you know, I knew that I could get through this next 14 in a row. There was one day off, and that was one that, that they had settled where I had to just do an acoustic performance solo in the one day off, you know. And so all these dates, I knew I could get through it, but I want to go to the hospital. I want to make sure that something's not – I'm not ruining something because when – the end of the day, you know, something happens to my pipes and I'm a whole, I look like right. a whole different guy. I look like a different guy. I'm just some shit talk troublemaker then, you know, without pipes. And, uh, 
you know, and that's my life and that's what I need. I need to sing my songs when I write them because that's a lot has to do with that, you know? And, uh, and so that, that fell on deaf ears. And it was like, this, this is a, the, the level of this is so ridiculous and so absurd. And, and, and it's, you know, it's me versus guys. And, and once again, I'm looking like the bad guy and I'm like, but I'm not the bad guy. I'm, I'm trying to be the good guy. I'm trying to do something that's, that's, powerful something that uh that makes sense for me being out there you know in these disheartening situations you know playing to 50 60 people some rooms some nights it was really good some nights not and you know and and with my addictions and weaknesses and stuff is i'm just out here killing myself for nothing and we're not doing anything special and you you know and um one thing led to another and then i just you know i just i insisted well instead of when we get home after all of this tour and all this work and all this bullshit between us, you know, and you're going to hand me 500 bucks <laughs> or something like that for all these dates. I said, I want, you know, whatever we're making that night, I want a fourth of that before I walk on stage, you know, that there's budget money and there's things that need to be paid for this and that. Well, figure out how to do that because, but I want a quarter of the fucking money seeing as how I wrote the songs, I'm singing the songs. I'm the guy that's killing myself for all this shit. So you pay me before we go on this, all this stuff caused big attitudes. And by the end of it, sure. By the end of that, that tour there, it was, uh, they quit me. <laughs> they quit you. They fired yeah, you. The, right? band, the band quit me. Right. They just went back. They continued to go on without me. And it was, it was disheartening. It was depressing. And so I went and, uh, went to uh, Las Vegas and I just sat there with a laptop and made, made a record that at least the songs I believed in the production quality was very low. Cause I couldn't mix peanut butter and jelly. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> here I'm, I'm trying to make a record here with I'm pirating software, pirating this and that, you know, just to get things done and, you know, going through a lot of shit. Um, they had a, situation with a with a girl that was very sick and it was a it was still things i can't discuss there's issues details about that that i'll never be able to discuss and uh just a lot of crazy shit and that's where it ended and that's where it left off and um from there on in there's this you know i mean then i went to uh you know i got arrested i went and did one little solo acoustic tour on my own after we got back from there i went to i went to uh I went into um, rehab and um, <clears throat> and went through a nice two month rehab thing and I was, and I got off these uh, opiate maintenance drugs that I was on for all okay. these years because you can't those things man that's yeah we're, we're talking a lot when, about those lately aren't we at least as far as yeah, the public suboxone and methadone and stuff this shit now I hadn't I hadn't really done I hadn't done heroin in like ten years or so even longer than that since before I was. You know, uh, I'd since we, I left uh, the first time in 2000, 2001, I hadn't done any heroin or, or anything like that. It was always these maintenance drugs and, um, and you know, continuing to whittle it down and whittle it down. But you get to like a Suboxone and, and I had one Suboxone strip. I'm prescribed three a day. I got took one strip and I would cut it up into eight pieces. And one of those little eighths would do the job. I could get through the day. You know, I'd whittled myself okay. down and, um, but without that one little teeny piece, it's full blown withdrawal and that stuff is in your bones. And, and we're talking when I did go finally go through all of that, we're looking at, uh, 
probably uh, 40 days of not a wink of sleep and just agony and just torture. And I don't know if you you know anything about opioid withdrawals, but it's the worst thing you could possibly imagine. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there. I'm practicing a shotgun without bullets in it, practicing to see what the what it entails that the act of that yourself. You know, and anybody says that that's a coward's way out. They've never, <laughs> never fucking sat there with that that situation. But yeah. I ended up taking I ended up taking a couple of handfuls of, of pills trying to kill myself, and and I virtually ended up in this rehab thing. And when I got out of that, I was all dressed up with no place to go and prematurely i went back out on an acoustic tour with my buddy bez and um my spirit was just gone i had no spirit i had no energy i didn't like playing the songs i didn't like doing anything and uh when i came back from that on my way into chicago i was arrested by customs for some old warrant for uh manufacturing uh methamphetamine which which i'm not gonna lie i did but i mean i never <laughs> I never sold drugs, you know. I never. I was making it for myself. This was this was this was just practical and efficiency for uh, for a guy that's like rolling your own cigarettes, right? Yeah, for a guy that's doing this fucking drug, you know, it's like, well, I can make it. Okay, well, let's do that, you know, and uh, you know, so it was uh, one thing led to another. There, you know, there was a house fire. I never been charged with anything. They claim people claim that was my making of them. you know, I mean, you picture, you picture me with the chef hat on and the apron and stuff, you know, my, my <laughs> world's greatest a cigarette dad. in your mouth yeah. and you're, you're making some hamburger helper. And, yeah. Yeah. My barbecue, uh, world's greatest dad apron uh, or something out there. And yeah, that was, uh, it wasn't that kind of method of doing it. It was just, uh, it was like household items and things you could yeah. buy legally and to make like, she's called the shake and bake thing. But yeah, there was a, there was a something. <laughs> I don't want to get was, you in any trouble here. I, uh, no, I mean, I, my life's an open book. I don't yeah. deny anything. I'll, I, you know, I live and I learn from things, and I try to use these these things that I've gone through because I do a lot of uh, service work and 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 a lot of things with uh, with a lot of people personally on one to one in my PM and stuff, and and that's well known that I do that. You know, I mean, everything is from the heart, and everything is in concern. You know, and it always was, even when I was all fucked up. You know, I wrote a lot of these songs from dark places. But, you know, the hopes was, I didn't think there's hope for me, but there's hope that I can get this out there and there's somebody, you know, empathy and somebody can realize they're not alone. And here's how you can yeah. get through some stuff and, and shit like that. And, and I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to make a small book of the collection of these, of letters and, and messages that I've gotten from, I mean, over a hundred people literally saved their life, literally was going to end their life this day or that day. You know, and and then the thousands of you were the soundtrack. You know, you affected my life in such a positive way and stuff. And um, so that's where you can't put. How can you put a price tag on one life and the ripple effect of of what that guy's life he saved? You know, I mean, I sure I, I'm not the guy that. I mean, I have run into a fire to save a dog before. I have gone in there almost mm-hmm. fucking. That might be the, a pet. Might be the only thing, and probably uh, uh, I guess melted, my wife melted would run melted back my here. shoes. Melted my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kind of glad you kind of got to the light at the end of the tunnel. There, it was. Uh, I was kind of letting you go a little bit because I, I, you know, look, I'm not to minimize the struggles of drug addiction because that that shit's real. Uh, but 
to, to pull it back a little bit, where I was trying to get to with that is that with with enough snuff, your last departure was, or either time, was there like a like we're assigning away? I assume you had some legal uh, entitlement to the songs you wrote, those kind of things. Like, was there some kind of like, I, like who owns the name? Even I mean, how did that end up being that, um, that you have no role in that? Those were things that I hadn't even really considered or came to my mind i never figured that that was something that i needed to worry about of, of like who owns the name there was a what about the songs bit, i mean going all the way back to your first record in 89 well, was there something we, there we yeah we had an llc the company uh enough it's there up enough enough's enough songs that, that or enough's enough in corp that that we had to uh when we filed that big bankruptcy to get out of atlantic echo atlantic that that had to dissolve and start a new one was called Roving Gypsies, but everything was in place there. Like, you know, I'm CEO, president of that. I own them and you know, the, the lion's share. Um, this stuff had all been dissolved and terminated without my knowledge. And so the, this was able to be done. And, um, but I've never, it never crossed my mind that it, at least internally that I had anything to worry about with that. Of course. Like, no, why, that, that why would part you, I understand, but like, there had to be some kind of paperwork going back and forth that eventually took you out of it with, you know. Well, it's like Hansel and Gretel, you know, try to find these uh, these little pieces of popcorn that you left in crumbs. They left in a way that, you know, it's, uh, sure. you know, as I, you know, it's like a lot of this stuff and a lot of these details and the masters and uh, the contacts and the paperwork and the this and that, you know, my life didn't lend itself to uh I don't even have any memorabilia. I didn't care about any of that stuff, you know, but I was like on the streets a lot. I was living from here to there. And so all that stuff, you know, I realistically and, and being practical to protect all of this stuff, I felt, you know, that let the pack rat, my brother handle all of this shit, you know, and, and he did. And, but, but, you know, keep it for safekeeping. This, this was my brother, you know what I mean? During this time and stuff like that. And so, you know, there's all things did not work out for me so well. And, and like I said, you know, I'm not a businessman. And um, so you, when you say brother, you're talking about Chip, you, you, you kind of trusted him to kind of handle stuff. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you think that'd be a safe place to keep the stuff? If you know that, that it's chunk of your car, if your car is probably going to get impounded, you know, next week or something like right. that, no, you know, I'm, it's I'm, like, I'm that shit's you. not safe there. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, like the 85 record. we, we were able to put that out after uh, the Echo thing or the Atlantic or uh, Arista thing. We were able to release that because that master tape was actually propping propping up one quarter of uh, one corner of Chip's couch. You know what I mean? In his living room, <laughs> there was, there it was. Those tapes there, and so but They're we had there. them once they were baked. We had them. You know, we were able to release that and stuff. So I figured all that stuff was safe. The demos, all this stuff. I never thought. Any of that would be an issue that I had to worry about. It turned out I did. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think that's the story that we hear too often. That like it's just too easy to take advantage of somebody who might be dealing with addiction, or just, frankly, a lot of artists. The, one of the things that makes we we definitely know over the course of history is that people who are you know basically good or great artists typically aren't good at the business side of stuff. If, for like a better term, that 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 that, no. that that's kind of like you almost like I said you almost have to be lucky and fall in the lap of somebody that you can trust. And uh, well, when there's when there's an attitude and a general consensus where rumors become facts, like the 
like the, everything's always coming up roses with the the heiress to roses and things like that. None of that shit is is with the actual reasons for anything. But you just get this reputation and this like I don't deserve this. I deserve what's happening here. I deserve it all. But in all actuality, when it came down to my job, every performance, every fucking record, every song, everything I've delivered one hundred percent. I have Babe Ruth bad and average. You know you're better. And um, you know it's just the other stuff. Like, uh, you know, the personal issues and things like that. Well, you know, that's never affected uh, the fans' perception of Scott Weiland or, uh, you know, Janis Joplin or, or any of these people, you know, Led Zeppelin, all, Aerosmith, all these guys. You know, that's not an issue. That's, that's um, you know, that's, that's, I mean, if anything, that attracts people. That attracts fans. They want to hear that shit. It makes it more interesting. I mean, not saying I'm not for letting myself off the hook for all those things, but but to the point of where internally that that's all being used against me is, is like, I'm ruining things and I'm, uh, you know, and um, that's not a justification for taking away something you created. Exactly. Exactly. Especially when I created things as, uh, as well as I did. I mean, getting arrested for making meth is getting arrested for making meth, not, and, you no longer own these things that have nothing to do with it. Well, I didn't actually get arrested. Well, you whatever. Was, I'm just I'm referencing the warrant. story you you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah, it was a warrant, and um, you know, it's like to, there was other, uh, you know, I had other people. Where my sister was involved in that, and uh, to get off, you know, to get there was no evidence or proof of that, and so to get out of that, I would have entailed her, who had finished that whole, paid her debt to society, would have just had a new baby and things like that, yeah, okay. and, and so. I used uh, the opportunity. I wasn't trying to 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 to, to no, hey, paint, paint your story for you. I was merely referencing part of the earlier conversation. Yeah. But I mean, you, you shouldn't lose that's things you created. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, people, you, you still created them. If people want to, you know, people there's a lot of rumors and things out there. Well, you know, you yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it's true. But you know, there's there's more to it than just this 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 recluse piece of shit going around that just did all that stuff. You know, there's a there's explanations, not justifications, but explanations. So there's more than meets the eye to that. And uh, that's why I've never, like I told you before we started this, there's nothing. You can ask me anything because there's nothing, uh, you know what I mean? There's nothing that, that I have to hide. It's mm-hmm. it's all I can do. What If anything, I can, you know, make it be uh, people aware of, of some things that they weren't necessarily aware of. And um, that's what makes it so hard when you're going out to, uh, to right some wrongs and to protect your rights and to fucking get your integrity back and your name that's been dragged through all the mud and stuff that when it's on such a, a, a large scale where rumor becomes fact, cause I'm not physically out there, you know, is, is like somebody else is out there and uh, just uh, the rumor builds, builds, you know, and you can one guy, you can tell me guy one thing and that, you know how that spreads with when you yeah. got, when you've got uh, online now, you know what I mean? Everything's, you know, you, like I said in another one, you know, you could cheat on your old lady and uh, she knows about it before you remember you did anything. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> this is craziness, but, you know, to be, it's just, it was, in, you know, and not to be able to afford any kind of legal things. And I want to move forward. I want to go forward because it's like, you, if you want this stuff, you're going to have, you, you need to do it. You need to go through a, uh, a process of where that's, it's, you know, where it's, it's right. It's right, right and wrong. It's, it's cowboys and Indians here. And, um, 
and um, to do that stuff. And then, but, but to trying to move forward and every penny you got is going into making new stuff and shit like that. And to get obtaining right. legal and things like that, where you think, well, Hey, you know, maybe can't we just discuss this? Well, that wasn't discussable. So, you know, I blasted it out there and, and through that, I acquired a lot of cool things. I acquired a great management. I got acquiring a new band, or acquiring a legal help and a street team of, of fans. And, and I pulled down a lot of those, those sites that were, you know, nuts enough now and then and stuff like that. I'm like, there's no now and then there's, there's no one enough's enough. What's going on now is not enough's enough. That's, I don't consider that. That's not the same thing. And uh, so I had all that shit p- pulled down and there's, there's censoring and stuff going on. Like, don't, don't stick up for Donnie. Don't do this or that and start arguments. Otherwise, you know, you'll be deleted. And like you are over in that camp, you know, you say something, there's lifelong, lifelong fans that have been with us for 30 years that say anything, anything like, you know, express feelings or thoughts on something you're deleted. You're gone. You're, you're banned. And, uh, I mean, don't, I mean, never mention, uh, rubber noses or balloon animals over there. I've been out, I've been banned from that thing for three and a half, four, five years. You know what I mean? And, um, but I mean, that's that, all of that shit. I just said one day, I just said, you know what? This ends today. This fucking shit ends today. And, you know, I'm going to start with the same thing that, that built that band reputation was the, the fans and the people out there that, right. that love it and know it. And I said, well, let's have them, uh, write this wrong. It's, it's, you know, it's like, at the end of the movie, it's the the guy that wears the white hat. He might have a bullet arm and a sling, this and that, but all the bad guys are dead. And so is their gang and everything like that. And everyone's happy they're dead. Who are and the I'm bad guys? Saying, yeah, and I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm not the 100% good guy, but I'm definitely not the bad guy. You know, <laughs> and anything, anything I was the bad guy, I, I still delivered. Let me ask you this, Donnie. During, during all that kind of stuff that you kind of described, I'm guessing there was a point where it felt like you're almost being penalized for trying to to get healthy. Some of the fans are telling me, and there's different of uh, people that uh, a lot of them, you know, it's not just the stuff where you need to uh, you need to get back together with with your brother, and you need to start making more of that stuff. Like, so in other words, beautiful things and the things that I'm doing on my own. Like, what am I missing here? What's what's missing here that you're saying this? that I need to do that. Cause you don't know the situation. You don't know what, right. what was actually happening. You don't know what the, how it was cre- creatively, uh, a negative thing for just the creative to begin with, you know? And, um, and, and then, you know, and then it extends to, well, Hey man, you're a fuck up. You don't deserve it. Somebody he's out there earned it. You know, he's out there been playing and this and that, like, how's he earn it? How do you earn something? The, the the rights to something that's built on something that that I definitely did that has you know, to I, be irritating, right? Yeah, I won't take away any any credibility or credit from for I mean the guy's probably the be- best uh, power pop bassist that ever lived in the history of rock and roll. You know, what I mean, he's one of the best and and was my partner and 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 contributed to collaborations on on a hand on a you know. A, a, a chunk of uh, really great, some of my favorite Enough's Enough songs, you know, but there was a method, there was a, a process of that where you have an idea 
and I would take it and do the rest, you know, I'd write the rest of the song and all the lyrics and everything. It's like, so, but still there's that collaboration. There's that, you know, going on there. And, um, you know, it's just, I'm entitled to nothing. You're entitled to this. You know, if I needed yeah. to use the enough enough name or something to go out and play live and do business, you know, I would never use the name, but it's the principle of the thing that I, I'm not allowed to, you know what I mean? Legally not allowed to, and you are, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck that. And the way that you go about acquiring it, you know, it's, that's not in, in dissolve the company and dissolve the LLC, which takes away any of my, my legal power to anything like that, you know? So it goes and, back that far when you dissolve the initial, uh, was it Atlantic records? Like that's where the name change kind of went to chip. No, 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 no. That's where we went to, uh, we had to get rid of, uh, enough's enough ink. Because anything that was okay. that had to do with the business that how was in did, as far as Atlantic, the name, and you have nothing to say about that. Uh, well, we like I said, we we started a new corporation called uh, Roving Gypsies that uh, you know listed things in in the right order of things. You know, what I mean, prior it's like I was the CEO, the president. You know, he was whatever he was, and uh, you know, treasurer or something like treasurer. What a okay. great idea yeah. that was. You know, what I mean, <laughs> but. But um, that when that got terminated, which I had no clue that any of that happened, you know what I mean? You don't. How do you terminate something where one guy's the CEO and president? You know, it's not a mutiny. It's not a mutiny where the company votes you out and everybody. That's still you're sit you're there and you're you would be in a boardroom where they said, "Hey, we're letting you go" or something like that. You know, and the stockholders and shit. No, you don't do. You can't do that. And second of all, you can't. Uh, you know, it's legal things. There's legal loopholes that that don't protect me, like the amount of time that, that it took before I started taking action or, right. or you know, it's stuff like that. But that's all, once again, has to deal with uh, having the money to do so. And I'm busy taking my money and making sure that the fans got their fucking pledge. And and then not only that, I had to, I got stuck with the, the entire bill of the of the you know, the, to record that all the expenses to record the record, the producer, okay. the studio, all of that shit, you know, and there's no, you know, I took it to the street. This is where I come from the streets. I take it to the street. I don't, if there's somebody who came broke in the house to come to murder me, I still ain't calling the police. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not calling the police because somehow I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, law, and legally, you know, all those loopholes that drag, that shit drags on forever. And, and, um, can't, you know, it's not practical. There's not enough, uh, anything really to uh speak of whatsoever until like I, I just recently um lent out the downloads of my entire catalog from 1985 it's I was ask about that tell what well, carry on all the enough's enough all of my solo stuff everything that that my brand you know I've branded it you know if my if you hear me singing it your music yeah you, if you heard if you hear me singing it I pretty much wrote it you know what I mean and um so I figured, well, I was originally going to put that on a flash drive and then distribute that for like a hundred bucks for 20 records of shit. I figured that's a good deal. And, um, and, uh, I had all kinds of issues with that, with a label helping or distributor going to help do that. But I figured that that plan was good because these, all these redistribution deals and all these label deals and all these things, when you, you get a fucking $10,000 advance or 20,000 or $50,000 advance, they, they, there's games that can be played and hide behind this and that. And then eventually uh, some label just dissolves or, or something like that. And where do you, 
who do you go to? So I figured something like that. Well, then they'll present themselves. They'll flush themselves out of the bushes. It's like, oh, I'm glad that you uh, come to me because I've been looking for you. <laughs> and um, but That was very smart. Yeah, well, then I, in the, uh, the end, like I said, these songs ain't mine. They're not his. They're not. And they're not these, definitely not these piece of shit fucking distributors and, and guys like that. They're uh, not saying that they're all that. It's just, but, you know, deals Some. that have been done without my knowledge is deals, there's redistribution, there's everything that's been re-released is, is, is not just from some label. It's like slash stony records, which is chips, personal little, uh, label is a little organization. It's like, this is all, this isn't, uh, this isn't ethical. This isn't good business business wise. This isn't, uh, you know, anything that's, that should even be legal, you know? And, um, you know, there's some things that's, now is that uh violated uh federal copyright law you know what i mean so that's these things are all being addressed now and and um this stuff is not something that i even want to pursue that way i want some i, I want negotiations of somebody coming this and and handling all of this stuff right all the way to the to the point of you're going to continue to use this name you're going to continue to put records out as, as the same name as, as this yeah. body of, of really integral work of that's got, you know, that's, that's, you know, I made a policy that I, I will every time in my next venture, I'm going to release something that's in the next evolution. That's the next step. That's, that's as good or better than the last stuff, you know, and then all of a sudden that's compromised and, and, you know, with one little Hershey squirt of a fucking, <laughs> you know, this put in a goddamn same label and, and, and I was like, uh, I've even, I'm even extending it out there because this is continuing to go on. First of all, we got to write these legalities and this ethical shit. And second of all, if you want to continue doing that, then I will contribute to the to the writing and to, and to, if I even maybe possibly appear on it some to some extent is okay. uh, you know and don't you know don't even think about going back into all those the hundreds of early demos and stuff like that. Cause that's not, you know, that ain't going to happen either. Cause that stuff is now, is now protected. And, um, but I mean, that's going to continue to do this. I do believe that we, you need to go up, go with the same process that in the same integrity that it, that it, 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 it stands for. Cause I can do that easily. I mean, I write a lot of stuff. It's like, and it's all still great stuff and I'm still singing and I'm doing better than I've ever been as far as that goes. So it's not that much effort or that much work for me. You know, I, it's even so much as singing a song on it or something. Cause that original deal with frontier that they got where I agreed to let him do that was that we started with that clowns lounge record, which was old demos basically with a couple of things he threw on there that are new. So you knew and, that that was going to happen before even the material they were going to use or I, well, it was going to happen whether I wanted it to or not. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. I know that I know, know how that policy, how that, that thing goes. And so, uh, I, when I agreed to that, it was, the contract was for a three option, three options, uh, records to be picked up at the next one and this and that. And on that thing stated, it's with me singing and writing, okay. you know? And so, and so clowns lounge is still me singing and writing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not current. It's yeah. It's just old, old stuff. And, and if there's old stuff that didn't get released on records meant that I felt that there was something about it 
that wasn't ready. That wasn't, uh, right. Wasn't to the, to where I felt that that's as good or, or, uh, worthy of, you know, that's something that needed to be addressed at a later date and maybe possibly honed out or, or this and that, but I continue to write new stuff and, and it's, I continue to make new better and better just like now, you know? And, um, and, uh, like, for example, I have a, I'm releasing another record on the next couple of months. It's this summer, I'm told. Yeah, it's well, it's going to be. There's two brand new productions, brand new big productions, which are really people are going to really, really fucking love. And then there's uh, there's some songs in demo version, and my demos are are definitely listenable. I don't just sit there with an acoustic guitar and go, rah, 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 keep an idea. You know, I want to hear these songs, and so there's demos from the actual beautiful things record oh, cool. of uh, these original songs that are in the original form of you know a lot of times the day they were written you know and uh and so they sound really good and they're cool but there's two new productions there's also a couple of songs that didn't fit on that record that kind of drop out the bottom when you start adding more on top you know what i mean that are that you can consider a better or fit more it's not it's not better or worse it's like this fits Sure. The, what's going in there more, you know, you're looking and at so kind of the whole picture while you're you're doing it, and yeah, so you're getting half a record. And I, my plan was to no more CDs. You know, what I mean, it's, it's not practical. It costs too much to make them. You got to go through a thing, and you got to all this other stuff. And uh, you know, when people, the you know, the download, which is what anybody does anyway, they just download it, and somebody grabs it from some other place. And I figure, well, digital downloads, uh, you know, a single at a time. Which I hate the idea of that because I've got 25, 30 songs <laughs> ch- chomping at the bit right now that are sitting in a, yeah. in a you know demo state that are that have grown and some of them people think well well Donnie you know the thing when you did it with enough's enough it's heavier and this and that well I've got heavier stuff too that record beautiful things didn't didn't lend itself to that sound it was it was uh you know, the bulk of the new songs when I started writing them were, were not heavy. And so uh, that's why that record was completed in the way that it was done. There was one song, um, say, just for example, uh, that we released as Easy End. It was called Troublemaker. Me, Johnny, and uh, and Eric that were all former members and they got together and recorded it because that was a song that, that was, it sounded very enough snuffy. And it didn't sound like what was going on my record. So we had decided we're not going to put that on the record, although it was a really good song. So, you know, that's just an example of that's heavy as shit as far as enough enough goes. And, uh, but the, you know, I, the heavy stuff too, I wrote all of that stuff. You know what I mean? So the newer stuff, there's a lot of that. It's just, I let the song tell me what it wants to be, you know, but, um, but it is going to be a release. There's going to be a record. You know, half of it's all brand new. A couple of them are really big production, really good, and and it, you know, there's a couple songs okay. that are re- really gonna, really gonna, people are gonna, you know, kind of anthemic, anthemic or whatever. <laughs> no, is that the word? <laughs> and but, um, anthemic. Yeah, but it's it's also it's new stuff to an extent, but it's also in support of beautiful things that okay. needs to get that needs. I'm not ready to give up on that. It's too good of a it's record. Great record, and, man. Yeah, and plus we're launching the new live band and everything, and um, you know there's a lot of other let, stuff going let, down let now. Let me uh, just push pause just for a second because I only have one last question related to the earlier stuff, and then I'm, it's all the, the stuff you're doing now. Um, right. You sort of touched on it. Does it sound like under the 
perfect circumstances, you would actually be open to rejoining Enough's Enough. Yes or no? I have reached out for the sake of the fans, for the sake of the fun of doing a handful of shows or a string of shows, a few here, okay. a few in the a few in the UK, maybe Japan or something like that. That was uh, that was just you know what fell on deaf ears. No, I'm not into that or this and that. And uh, you know it all falls along the lines of the personal agenda. I just just saw something and. Um, I do believe you have something to do with that uh, sleaze rack or something like that. Oh, sure. And they and they just posted something that was a, a quote saying that uh, there was an offer for a big to, uh, tour of getting the original act together with Monaco and stuff like that. And that a couple of those members discussed that before even even bring it to my knowledge, stating, "No, nah, it's not worth another two weeks of dealing with Donnie V's fucking bullshit and this name." Well, first of all, here's what's wrong with that theory. Those two guys, Vic and Chip, those guys, the number one thing is 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 the spotlight and money. I mean, so that's what's a shoot a hole in that right there. That just had nothing to do with with dealing with my personal bullshit, which I've been done, you know, with a lot of that. And, yeah. and yeah, I'm hard to work with when you're shady. I'm hard to work with when you, it's not true and it's not, a, you know, hasn't doesn't have to do with what it's about. Yes. Then I'm hard to work with. And I've been in that situation for years and years and years and years that, that there was a lot of things that went, that was the, that are presented, uh, that aren't necessarily for the reasons that, that people would think they're presented is more for, uh, to be a partner, a team player, uh, you know, something like that. And then to, you know, to say all those things and, um, say something like that, which is total lie, you know, cause I'd be the first one. Somebody would, would reach out and say, Hey, listen, we got a opportunity to go make big money and be big for two weeks or something like that. There's no way nobody's going to pass on that. You know what I mean? And, um, and it's still, I mean, to this day, there's bands that can't work with each other guys that can't work with each other. Well, you have a separate hotel hotel room. You just <laughs> ride, ride in a different van. I'll see you on stage, you yeah, know, or no shit, shit like that. You know, we're not, it's not about writing new stuff. It's about a nostalgia trip, but yeah, I reached out to do that. And, and still to this day, if we get a lot of these things remedied and rectified, um, you know, I want to I want to love my big brother, quote unquote, big brother. I want to love that guy. He's uh, you know, he's done a lot for me in my career, like, okay. mostly in the beginning. You know, he had a lot to do with the formation of transformation of, of just a little, you know, white trashy turd that, that went that went fast track to the to center stage with something big. And, uh, and he, you know, he had a lot to do with getting me there to that point, you know, that's, and then things started to, uh, unravel and things started to, you know, like, you know, once I got there, I was like, now I want to evolve. Now I want to take it to the next level. You know, I got like with the next record strength, you know, and things like that and keep going and keep going and keep going and, um, evolve and, uh, yeah, evolve. And, and, you know, this as an artist, I'm the artist, you know, as an artist uh, has a different outlook on things than someone who's not necessarily the artist. And, and, uh, you know, that I don't believe that musically or, or artistically that he's really evolved since then. I don't think that he's, uh, really, you know what I mean? And, um, his bass playing, if you're not showing, if you're not focusing and, 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 uh, presenting your strengths, 
just so to speak, you sure. know, things that you're really strong, your best, then I think you're showing your weaknesses. You know what I mean? And like, I actually you know, do know I, what you mean, especially in, 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 in the, the reference you're saying. Yeah. So you get that. And, um, so yeah, I mean, you get some of these things rectified and some of this stuff where, where I don't feel like, you know, I can get some of these dicks out of my ass. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> you know, when they say bag of dicks, I got like a case of dicks in my ass. You know yeah, what I mean? So, it's like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely, it's, it's for the fans. Okay. You know, there's no, there's no reason to, for enough's enough to get back together to start making records or anything like that. You know, like the, the original, uh, situation, you know, I would help to keep some integrity going and stuff like yeah. that. But, to actually work in that environment or that, that particular situation. Again, that's, it's ridiculous for me because I don't need to, I've never needed to. And, uh, you know, I mean, I own the machine that makes them. I yeah. own the Play-Doh pumper. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I, I just put new Play-Doh in it and pump them out. So yeah, I can move forward artistically in this snap. There's a few things I cannot move forward without. And that this, if I could, if they didn't stress me out, of uh to the point of where i can't fucking sleep at night some nights thinking yeah. what the fuck you know i get something in the you know it's just something somebody sends me something or i see something or i just thinking and then one day it's like what the fuck man you know it's like so in that respect you can't move on i w- but i am moving on i'm all this time that i'm blasting this stuff out i'm still that's you know i'm multitasking i got i will those are just cigarette breaks you know what I mean? I'm sure. busy at the fuck. I'm at the helm. I'm fucking doing still, you know, just constantly recording and, and writing new stuff, which is my favorite thing to do. And um, so it's not like I'm not moving forward. I'm going to, you know what I mean? And uh, if something looks negative or this and that, well, that's because it's negative. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's certainly uh, it's certainly nothing that I can live with and it, unless I absolutely have to. And I just want people to know. At least, if if anything else, to scrape some of the fucking dog shit off my goddamn name. You know what I mean? And um, Nothing wrong with sticking you... up for yourself, Donnie. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Until it gets to the point, you know, very recently, like uh, within the last week with some of these, the team that, you know, they kind they're of like, uh, got like, lost. Whoa, whoa, yeah, they, they actually talked to me a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I lost, lost track of... Uh, of what what the principle is here and what the what the purpose was and things got started getting vicious and very you know i don't i'm not out to post yeah post me- memes of you know a dicks and mouths or something you know, looking you know, like a rat or something like that with rubber noses and shit that's not my thing that i i don't care about that i'm not looking to do that you know i think he I think he does a good enough job of that on his own you know what i mean <laughs> With an with an un unphotoshopped <laughs> with an unphotoshopped photo, you know what I mean? It's like what's it? Where's the thought? Where's the principle? Where's the where's the mentality? And then and walking out the door like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but but um, yeah, that wasn't my. And then I see vicious things, and it's on my behalf, and it's on the, my name is behind it, and uh, and I had to pull and rein that in. I said that, and I took the and I take the responsibility for it, and I did, and I got on the same place that i'm saying this other stuff i went on there and i said you know i'm sorry that this happened and i'm ashamed that this happened and uh and and i'm gonna not gonna do that anymore and uh i've got to get these other people because they're passionate they're passionate about this stuff and especially in the light of seeing what's actually the the actualities of things these people are pissed off too 
You know what I mean? They're pissed off. We've been misled. We've been this and that. We've been on, you know, and they're, they're, they're going to bat for me on my behalf. They're going to bat for, for the music, for this and that, and just right and wrong. You know, it's right. It's not right versus left. You know what I mean? It's I not do. This, uh, it's not this over here or this over here. It's right and wrong. You know well, what I mean? And uh, I, I don't want to that. And I think, I think a lot of people do get that, that you're not really trying to say it's, you know, pick A versus B. Sometimes the one thing is correct and one thing is incorrect. And right. like, it's either a six or a nine. It's not both. You know, well, you're, you you're not both right. That yeah, is some six and nine going over there, I think. Right. But, uh, it's all, but you can, as you can hear, as you can see, I'm not saying I'm this angel or I didn't do these things or I didn't do this or that. That is, I would never do that. Never have. It's, it's, you know what I mean? I, I'll, I'm the first guy, you know, that's, did I start a fire cooking out there? I mean, I've never been charged with that. <laughs> could, could it have, could it possibly have happened? Possibly. But you know, Allegedly. it wasn't that. It wasn't that. No, that was, it was, uh, uh. It was faulty wiring this guy's fucking place. Oh, hey, well, well, I'm, I'm just going to like. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna, we aren't even talking yeah, about that. Yeah. Well, why don't we do this? How many cigarettes do you smoke a day now, Donnie? Depends on how many interviews I'm doing a day. Okay. <laughs> Depends on how, how upset I am during the day. Oh, uh, well, you know what I mean? I, hopefully I didn't get you upset today. I'm When I'm sitting there and recording and writing and stuff like that, I'm laying tracks and stuff. Obviously, I'm going to smoke less cigarettes, but. I will say that my my facial recognition on my phone doesn't recognize me without one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I sure to God. It doesn't. That's awesome. And I'm not. A, that's not a very brilliant guy doing that when you're a singer. It's like I'm dragging my bugle around through the, you know, by a string through the gravel and <laughs> and it's an amphibian. So I got to get that under control. But you know, well, it's like hey, if give, it's your if it's your last vice, just just roll with it. Uh, yeah, it's it my balls in a vice. It took me yeah. a long time to quit cigarettes, and when I did, it was uh, well. It's it's been about six years now. But uh, well, if they didn't look so cool, no, exactly. I mean, you know how, how is vaping taking the place? It looks retarded. Yeah, we'll see how that turned out. They're not, turned and by out the way, I just said retarded, so now nobody will worry about the things you said. There you go. Uh, See, uh, let's talk about what you're doing now. You do have a new album coming out, like you talked about. It sounds like it's going to be a mix of like uh, some demos and some new tracks. I was told the title is going to be the King of Power Pop. Is that correct? That is correct. And um, and I well, let me ask I, you a real quick question. I, uh, Beautiful Things was a very positive, uplifting record. This is a very bold statement, and you've kind of been pushing yourself out there going, you know what, fuck everybody. Is this going to be a little bit more edgy uh, as far as lyrical content? Um, you'll just have to find out. Okay. Like I said, I mean, half of it is, uh, is um, you know, because the label wanted to do a CD, so half of it is uh, to show the the in, the rawness of of how cool these the beautiful things songs started i mean they they were very basic it was it was down to four or five instruments and okay. um, you know but i did it all in and and if you hear them they're like wow this is it's another version but they're you know but everything's already there you can tell everything's there but i know people would like that and um what other what other uh arena could you present those to somebody you know with uh and so but however the, the new stuff, the new big production ones that I'm just finishing now, those, um, as opposed to just releasing those as a down digital download, they'll be on there as well, which they also will be a digital download. 
you know, but this is all, it's basically, this is a record to support the record that, that poor fucking beautiful things that this didn't get, get it, what it, it, it deserved. Got lost it. In the shuffle. Yeah. And, um, and you know, people that hear that record, like you, you know, people are saying, you know, I listened to that and it's, I can't take it out of my deck. It's just, it's great. Blew me away. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, and so I think I'm not ready to give up on that. And, and, and we weren't ready to uh, tour to support it and stuff like that yet. And so now we are. And I've got, you'll find out my new, new band uh, very shortly. I got a May 23rd is going to be the first date of that. Cool. Of uh, the new live band and launching. Yeah, the, that's at know, Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald's again? Yeah. Yeah. I like that venue. And um, it is three days after Enough's Enough show in Chicago, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to worry about that. Is it a full rock band, though, you're saying? or Yeah, yeah, five-piece band. Um, two really great guitar players. One guy, people are going to be really surprised that this guy is in Steve it. Steve Vai? I can't. No, I don't want to have Steve Vai. As great as he is, that would be like. <laughs> well, that would surprise like people. Va- peanut butter and Vaseline sandwich. You know what I mean? That's just, <laughs> that's just not going to happen. It's, it's like back Vaseline. to that uh, giant bag we of all, dicks, right? We already know how great Vaseline can be, and then <laughs> peanut butter is great is a great thing too. But you put that together, it's all not, while a uh, dog's barking in the background. Yeah, and then you can't have V and Vi in the same band. You know, Ooh, it's like oh yeah, too many. <laughs> yeah, my dog. That's my mom's dog. She kind of I inherited him. His name is Enrique. He's a little. He looks like a fruit bat. It's like a fat fruit bat. The greatest <laughs> fucking dog in the world. Cuddles. He's like, he says he smiles. He literally has an ear to ear. I mean, people say their dog smiles. You've never seen a smiling dog like you've seen this motherfucker. It's fucking hilarious. It's so adorable. But yeah, that's him barking. Yeah, I brought that up. Uh, I'm sorry. There's no way you would know, but we have a track record of uh, our interviews. There ends up being a dog at some point barking or doing something. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of them maybe it's their girlfriend. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Just sounds like barking. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, you gave me some great marriage advice last time we talked. I'm still married, by the way. Good for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I hope if, if that works, dude, if that works out for you, if you finally, if you have someone for the right things where. It's got. It can't be just physical attraction. It can't be this and that. It has to be a mating of the souls. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it could be men. Could be two <laughs> men. Could be this and that. Whatever it is, it's a mating of the souls. And if that's if that's your yin and your yang, that's when something's gonna. You know, I'm in a relationship right now where it's 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 a crazy relationship. I don't know what to call it, but it's it's the healthiest uh, relationship I've ever been in in my life, and it's beautiful and it's wonderful, and it's it's also given me the 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 opportunity and the and afford me the the spirituality and the and the physical you know everything to be able to to rise up from the dust of what was yeah. left of me and a sal a work in salvage to a work in progress you know what i mean i i do and um i gotta tell you donnie uh i i know you've had kind of a checkered past i'm familiar with your history just the chance that we're talking about, you know, like I said, about checkered. a year and a half apart. I like check, checkered. I'm going to use that from now on. That was checkered. That was just checkers. 
I'm just saying, I, I, I'm happy that you still seem to be on a good path and you sound good and you sound happy and, and kind of like in, in a good place anyway. You're, 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 you're uh, you know, an artist, a fabric of the timeline of the 80s and the 90s. So, you know, I think people will, people will definitely want more I, of that. I want to be an artist of, of uh, you know, like, uh, you know, not put my safe, you know, say I'm this, I'm as good or this and that, but like. Are artists like Tom Petty or something like that, where, you, where there's no, the times don't affect you, and you uh, are your own niche, and you you keep going until until my heart stops beating is the day, and then I'll have left another bunch of shit that'll keep going too, and like the guy from that does Dio's uh, holograms, the show yeah. stuff like that has reached out. Yeah, I don't you know. A, we haven't uh, really, we have, Vive hologram. <laughs> yeah, we, we we haven't really we haven't really. Uh, discussed it yet but uh, you know i was like i imagine it would probably be in the in the light of maybe uh derek frigo you know maybe having a a full oh, I uh, reunion but uh i was like my question is uh how many guys can you make you know i mean how many guys can you do at a time <laughs> and and also <laughs> also there's something the other artists should think about is uh of doing doing your own while you're alive with where they don't have to work with what they've got. You can have something up. You're talking about suit. Paul Stanley, aren't you? No, I'm talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about me. I'll put. I'll wear the the, the, ten, the uh, velcro velcro tennis balls all over me in a green suit. Just don't put the that picture out of me because you know I've, I got a couple of roles now. I don't look good in a. In, oh, in, in a, a I, I don't look good in this the bat suit anymore. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Um, well, uh, yeah, Aaron wanted me to make sure I also mentioned your website, DonnieV.com. I was checking it out while I was waiting for you to call. All sorts of stuff there. You can download all your music. You can buy the records, all that good stuff. Hopefully you get some of that money. I, it doesn't, I'm not sure that you do but at this hey, point. But. You know, it's something that might be funny. To do. I just, I just it's surprising what you can find uh, that you can buy. And I, I just bought chipsenough.com. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I just bought that. I said, "Well, that's available." I said, "Well, I'll take that." You know, one of my one of my scratch. Do you take PayPal? (laughs) One of my questions that I didn't get it. uh, I decided I had a joke kind of prepared, but uh, uh, there was never a good time to throw it out there. But I was like, you you know, instead of touring as Enough's Enough, maybe you just go out and and call your band Chips Enough. But. Well, we, if you if you you click on chipsenough.com, it's gonna it comes back to uh, <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. The first the first thing you see is the St. Joe County Dopeors, which is like some little side thing that I do, and uh, it's where we cover uh, cover old classic things and stuff with my own own spin on it, my own version of it of, of like you know because I love doing that too. It sharpens my skills. It keeps me going and stuff. And um, it's like there are the songs already written, so now I just. Everything else, my other skills that I get to exercise and show. Like I just did one of uh, Stevie Wonder living in the city, and I thought it was fucking great, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's what that is. So, so yeah, a lot of people think it's they see the cartoons, they see the Lee Stokes illustrations, and they, a lot of people think that might be guilt and shame, which was my little country thing I did with my nephew, which is very inappropriate fucking country the hillbilly diddlies, you know, that are really fucking funny, but. People might think that, and but you 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 click on chipsenough.com. There's a St. Joe <laughs> County Doughboy. <laughs> but this is something that you know that I don't. I would you know what do I need to keep that for? I was a you know I give that for back to Chris for a Christmas present. Just uh, let's fucking rectify this other bullshit. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and I'm I, not going to use the, I'm not going to use the name enough. So enough. I'll use the font for my name. You see the font because brand name. 
it attracts it attracts attention and some you know there's a lot of people the lion's share of the fans and people that you know loved you know the early records and stuff that you know they thought we died in a plane crash so they'll see they'll see uh that font which is opposed to you know some a lot of people who the fuck is donny v you know and, and you got to look at it and then you see closely underneath it in the fine print you know um uh, the singer songwriter of enough's enough or something like that. Yeah. Well, you need something to draw it in. And, um, you know, I was like, if I wanted to use that goddamn name, I would, you know, fucking ch- good luck to you. Fucking, you know, you can't get, get fucking, uh, shrimp out of, out of a scallop. Maybe that just don't, you still, they're still both blue. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and so, yeah, that's a uh, brand name. Something is something to be said about that, you know? And, um, um, you know, one guy plays the Monsters of Rock, the other guy's playing on the SS Minnow. You know what I mean? And uh, that's just that. None See, of that. You've that's, never got an opportunity so to to play on the Monsters of Rock cruise, even yeah. as Donnie V. Yeah, no, I did one. Uh, I did one with enough so enough. Okay, and, uh, it was great. I had a great time on that. I went up and played with Spike and the Choir Boys, and and it was great. It was a fantastic thing. I'd like to go out and do those those things. Um, we'll see what happens with that because my band is going to be a rock band. We're going. The shows are going to be, uh, you know, they're going to have a lot of the new stuff, but they're going to have a lot of the old stuff, and there's going to be a lot of the brought brought down, like where I, I'm just sitting there with a piano and um, and I'm putting I'm, I'm not using drum risers on the stage anymore. I'm using that drum riser out in the middle of the room, and I'm sitting out there with my piano cool. and stuff like that. It's going to be fucking cool. And uh, the show at Fitzgerald's is, is also it's going to be because it's close to my birthday. Going to not only my birthday. I want to celebrate everyone. That's theirs birthday. Everyone in uh, <laughs> every fan's birthday, belated or, or early, or you know, it's going to be a big birthday bash, and along with all the cake and the everything, you fucking, you know, what I mean, you're you saying happy birthday to each person individually, like just they, you get a, a sheet well, of names as they check in. How the fuck in. am I going to do that? <laughs> fucking two and a half we, hours. But. Everybody just uh, settle down. We have to sing happy birthday four hundred and twenty-three <laughs> times. To you, to you, to you, to you. Yeah. You moved. You moved. I pointed. Yeah, you got two happy birthdays. You moved. I seen you over there. It's like, no, that's, you can't physically there you do, do that. Like, uh, looking at the list, we have 16 Cathy's here tonight. Can we just cover all Cathy's with <laughs> one word? And, and I'll be Cathy's clown. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, did we miss anything, Donnie? You gave me more than I needed. I don't think so. I don't think we did. Well, you know what? You got my number now. Yeah. I got yours. Anything that comes up or something, I just ask that you be fair and you and you be, you know, unbiased and you 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 tell it like it is and and like if as long as and then I'll I'll you know I don't. There's some publications that the only thing it'll say is, Donnie V burns down a fucking house with making methamphetamine. You yeah. know, out of this interview or something like that. Well, that, that I, we don't have stuff. any control over that, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as what we talk about, I mean, it's just this interview. I mean, uh, well, I hope you have control over this interview. Well, no, but blabbermouth, blabbermouth can grab it. They do it all the time, where they 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 throw up a, a little snippet or something, and we well, don't we we don't get to pick the headline. Well, you know, it's like well, people. As long as there's people can hear this and you know, other interviews and stuff like that, they want to put that. You know, I mean, there's there's you know, mask mask makers are people too. They might be fans <laughs> too, and they'll see that. So you get to get a whole new crowd. You know, <laughs> shaking, yeah, shaking laugh, Pepsi but, bottles. But, but you're so right, honestly. I mean, uh, I remember the first time I met a drug dealer. I felt like lied to by television. 
I was like, well, this guy probably would help me change a tire, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, probably. You and he know? also and deals then, drugs. Uh, so right. And then you maybe sell you a fucking something looks like a snow tire made a crack. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you never know what the fuck. It, those days are over, though, man. You know, it's like, yeah, and it's, it's I the only way that was possible for me was to uh, was the way it happened. You know, it's like these meetings and stuff like that. I kind of just sat in those playing angry birds watching the clock and stuff, you know, it's like, it was, uh, it was that my spirit was, was sick and tired of all of that. And it was it, 50 years in the makings. And, um, yeah. and you, you just got to get to it the way that I did. And, and hopefully people don't give up on their, on their loved ones and their this and that. Cause nobody ever sets out to, I think he wakes up one day and you know what? I want to fuck everything up, man. I want to fuck you over. I want to fuck your shit up. I want to fuck my shit up. I want to go to jail. I want to be disowned and this, this, uh, you know, just from everything ostracized and nobody ever does that. And it's a hard thing to battle back from and however it takes. But it's like I said, you know, the way the best thing I can say is play, play further into the movie. You know, like I said, just don't out there, just don't give up on these people. <laughs> You know, it's like if uh, somebody's drowning and if you're close enough to this guy drowning, he's going to reach out and grab at you and possibly drag you underwater, too. You know, you get loose, you get loose and you get you back to shore. And, um, you know, you're sad as this guy goes sinks to the bottom and he's done. He's gone. You know, but if you see this motherfucker, you know, if you could throw him a life raft it's eventually guys got to do it themselves they got to do yeah. it themselves you can't stay like that you can't do anything in your life just because somebody else wants you to do it or or for this reason and and when they do show back up they do show their faces again you're like be happy to see them like we thought you were gone you know it's like oh my god you know and and just remember that if you you're you were cl- close enough that they were able to reach out and, and pull, pull you down with them that means you were close enough you know what I mean? So remember that. Remember who they they were, and like a lot of these rehabs and stuff that I was in, these people when they were coming out of this shit, well, I noticed were were maybe not the average Joe. These are exceptional people. These were guys that that had a lot to offer, and I was like, maybe there's a connection to a lot of that stuff yeah. that this just you just wake up one day and it's just not you're just it's not good enough just to wake up the you know like you see these guys these guys driving around with their fancy car insurance you know what i mean and uh you know like a, a good brand of cigarettes and stuff oh, okay hollywood <laughs> okay well look at you hollywood you got life yeah. insurance yeah you got a mailbox you know it's <laughs> stuff like that you know it's like i think a little compassion goes a long way and yeah just you, you, like just you don't said you up. don't want to get drugged down and get drowned at the same time you don't want to forget we're talking about we fuck, man. We all have problems, man. And and remember, if you lose somebody to it, if you did lose somebody to it, instead of just like, you know, uh, beating yourself up over that or this and that, you know, like this isn't this isn't uh, our decisions to make. I I believe there's a higher energy source. We come from it. We go back to it. Energy isn't born. It doesn't die. I've got a peak at the other side because I did one in one of my desks. Went to uh, you've got a peak at something. I've also seen the the dark side of things on physical firsthand of an actual physical entity that was a uh, crazy shit. And I found more dead bodies than ten- anybody should ever have to find. And found one guy crossbowed himself to the wall. You I mean there now there's commitment, you know, I that was, takes was, some uh, effort. Yeah. 
I'd love to be a fly in the wall watching that whole process go down. How'd you with the note through it? <laughs> he got it got the note through the arrow crossbow himself. It's like uh, what? What the fuck is that? Some commitment there, man. Uh, but um, you know, but you lose somebody. It's not you know you did if you did everything you can and this and that. Sometimes, sometimes bad things happen. You know, you can in hindsight, you can see sometimes for good reasons. Uh, well, this he didn't die in vain. Something. Something somewhere down the line happened that that you know our our higher energy gave there was maybe some purpose or something preordained in that who knows but you know it's a a person has to uh, has to do that themselves you know and you can't blame yourself you see I'm sure everybody worked and went gave everything they had before the giving up you know and but just don't give up. Yeah, you know, you you can I just take some message there. Just just yeah, get yourself far enough away so it's not it's you're not going to bring you down too. You know what I mean? But but don't give up and be glad if if there's a you know have hope that you'll see them again and uh, and who they are and in the light of who they are and their energy and you know. But uh, don't beat yourself up. Don't you know? It wasn't your fault. It might not necessarily been their fault. It's just they weren't able strong enough to uh, to swim back. You know. Now I've swam back from two miles out with two bowling balls taped to my legs, one arm behind my back and sharks taking chunks out of me. And I made it. So impossible is not off the table. (laughs) Then I'm, I'm questioning whether you have love handles or not. Then you, you have to be in killer shape if you did that, but uh... dude, you, you'd be madly in love with me right now. I got a couple of things to grab. It's more of the thing out in front. (laughs) It's more of the thing that's out in front. It's not on the sides. It's out in front. It's uh, Uh, set set my ashtray. You're not that much older than me. I got the same thing going on here, but (laughs) Donnie, I really appreciate talking to you. I I love it. Every time you're, you're always candid and honest. Uh, Thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad that we had the talk and thank you for thinking of me.
Cobras on fire. Cobras, well, yeah, Cobras and fire. Yeah, it's it's a oh. dumb it's a dumb name, man. Well, it's okay. Silver's enough enough. 